come to me because my friend, I love her. Mm. If she need me through whatever, I can't wait to do it. Um, and I'm just going to keep our girl lifted up in prayer because she needs it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait a minute. Who yeah. am I talking to right Save now? Save and sanctify. We're talking to Shekinah Joe. Wow. And I'm still working on being saved even more. There's <laughs> still, still a little bit more. Yeah. A little more know, work. At the end of the day, I can't really fight. I can fight, but I'm not fighting when I don't stand for that. I hate to see um, any color fighting. Yeah. I'm not into it. I mean, why hurt someone when you're not a child anymore? You ain't got no business getting getting hit. You know what I'm saying? Right. When you're a grown person. So I'm not fighting. It's not, it it could be anyone. I just don't fight. I'm too big for that. You know, it becomes a level in your life when you have to push that aside. Mm. It's not in my lifestyle no more. I'm 35 years old. And I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a, I make products and I still do hair. I'm a TV personality. I'm Thanks. not going to let the devil keep attacking me. Mm. Hey, okay. Right. Well, how are you liking loving hip hop? That's a new, a new vibe for you, yeah. sis. It's cool, you know. I like it, you know. Other <laughs> <laughs> than what just happened to me the other day, you know what I'm saying? What happened to you the other day? The whole scene. This whole situation. Yeah. Well, I had to breathe. I thought I, I stopped breathing for a minute. I don't know if y'all know. So <laughs> <laughs> because for somebody to bring up a situation from 2012, right? And on my grandmother, y'all, I did not know this girl before she started dating. Like know her for real when she started dating the ex that was cool like you know i don't have a problem with it it's right. over with it's done he was in my past i've been with three different men since him so, so you ain't thinking about and i'm not thinking about him and i mean I, th I think the girl is still talented you know i'm not gonna knock her but i just feel like at the end of the day you need to focus on your talent and not shikana joe and trying to bash her mm. i got one more thing to tell the world to all the girls out here and men and whoever i want you to know that hating on another's person's success will not get you where you're trying to go. Say that again. I You never see me on Instagram going up under somebody coming and saying something negative. It takes more out of me to hurt someone else than to say something positive or say nothing at all. I'd rather say nothing at all. Mm -hmm. That's more powerful sometimes. powerful to be on that, oh, you're ugly. Yeah. I've been right. called ugly by this girl. I've been harassed. I feel like I've been harassed forever. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because the things people are saying about me aren't true. And it's so negative how you you have half of the world that backs this. Mm -hmm. But then it, it just lets you know how many haters you have. Right. And you have to take those haters and still love them and smile because that's what God wants us to do. So me getting out here getting upset with this girl like no man I keep her lifted in prayer because she needs it she's a talented person I'm gonna keep telling the people that she's talented I'm not a rapper I do have <laughs> <laughs> so you know I can't wait to her hit come in Keep up the good work, Ooh. Art Barley. Ooh. Wait a minute. That was a little... <laughs> no, she kill him with kindness. She kill him, uh, <laughs> kill him with the kindness. Tick. Tick can't even get a word out. That, that's just Keep damn, up the great work, baby damn, girl. Sister, Keep pushing to the top. My you sister showed up just now. <laughs> 812 with the morning culture. Uh, Shekinah's here. Watch yeah. me, 103.com. Hey. Oh. She has grown, grown, grown. Hi, America. <laughs> America, yes. Yes, everywhere. <laughs> One of the last times I saw you on live, you were talking about whether or not you were going to be dating anyone. Mm. Dating could be cute, right? But it also can be a setback. So right now, I'm focused on my back. Mm. I'm glad I heard that correctly. <laughs> Focus <laughs> on, on the, the bag. bag. Oh, my the, God. The, the bag, as in the money bag. The money. <laughs> you know how some women in life, you know, like, I'm I'm one of those women. I can be real. You know, like, when you get a dude, you start dating them and stuff, and then you fall all in love. Uh -huh. and you kind of get thrown off with your career, mm -hmm. thrown off with your friends. I don't have time for none of that. 
You know, and I'm not nobody little girl. I'm a grown woman, so I don't follow rules. I don't want to play a place. Right. Mm. You make your women play places? Play. Like no, be domesticated? You, woman, you don't have to play a place. Oh. You know I'm saying you don't have a place. Men feel like women have places. Do you feel that way? Like they belong in the kitchen kind of thing, right? Oh, no, no. Are you sure? I am absolutely <laughs> positive. I know a lot of men. Play a pl- you, you, no. do, do I like to keep a woman in a place? Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? A happy place? Let me explain. Place so cool. explain. Okay, what I'm saying is like men feel like women have places. Like they need to be barefoot like in the you, kitchen cooking kind of thing. Exactly. All you do as I say. I say don't go over there. You better not go. Ooh. No. Well, Territorial well, possessive. Well, well, there, there, well, there is, a, is a, do you well, feel, do you feel a man is supposed to lead Ooh, that's a good uh, question these men these days not leading N- not these men do you feel hey, a man is supposed to lead 2019 where they leading at Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> where they at? these women out here working hard baby. but wait that's a good question we were talking about this earlier oh, we, we did we did a thing with the with the listeners asking does a career matter like your potential mate does what they do matter to you how do you feel now in my life yes you know, I, at one time I used to be like, you know, I'm gonna get the boy who don't have other man who don't have much going on. Right. This isn't it. They be jealous of you too. Mm. So you have to be careful. You dealt with that. I have. Jealousy is serious, even in men in relationships. Mm. And me, me dating. You know, of course, when I walk through the mall, people want pictures. Mm. When I'm somewhere, people want pictures. Yeah. Well, sometimes the man that's standing next to you that can make him jealous because they don't want a picture with him or feel intimidated. I, you know, I feel some kind it, of way. It, it, how you weed? Mm-hmm. Uh, how you weed through all of that? Being on TV now and all the attention and people coming for you when it is time for somebody to come to you. How do you weed through that? Mm. <laughs> you know, right now I have no kids. I'm single. I don't owe anyone anything. Um, <laughs> I buried my grandma in December. Aww. I don't feel like I need to answer that. I'm, I'm saying this in a funny way because my grandma is with God, so I ain't tripping. All right. Um, I don't owe anybody anything. Mm. Um, I don't know if I want to be attached to anything like that again, like I was attached to her because love hurts. That type mm. of love hurts. Ooh, child, um, say that again. That's real. And I'm scared of these men. Cause none of they're not faithful and you don't play think games so? and they have women into it with women each other. Women play games too. Not as much as y'all do. And guess what? Y'all the reason we play them. Uh, uh, who said that? Wait, look at Maria. Look at Maria in the news. Don't, don't look at Maria. You're blaming men now. <laughs> Wait, how you gonna blame I'm not men? Really blaming them, but I'm a ha- you, you first of all. Them. Listen, first of all, I'm talking about facts. I'm a hairstylist, right? Right. You so hear everything. You hear what's in the streets. Oh my god. You know. And what women go through. Oh my god. Wait, so what's the what's the crazy story that you heard somebody say? Uh-oh. A relationship story when they was in your seat. I know it's one. You look stressed about it, too. She got, she got a whole she library. Got tea. You know, my client came to me and got her hair done, and she was sad and depressed. And I'm like, girl, what the heck, what's going on with you? And she's like, well, I think my man may be messing with another man. And I said, why did you say that? I was aggravated. And... She showed me a screenshot of some messages that he had been talking back and forth. To, I'm not going to say the person's name, but Billy. And it's like, girl, what? What do you tell your client when her man don't even want vagina? He won't, boy. Yeah, like he barking up the wrong tree. But it's no, nothing. I'm not. I'm not against street, it. Dude. I'm not against whatever people do because oh, no. at the end of the day, it is what it is. But that's a lot. That's a lot. And that's a lot of wear and tear on a woman because she's, now she's thinking like, I'm not good enough and. What's wrong with me? But, baby, it's nothing wrong with you. It's something wrong with him. Mm-hmm. So, so go- what you tell your male client when his woman left him for a woman? Cool. You know what? Oh, <laughs> I, I don't like you. I, I don't like, stand- cool. like you. I don't like you. Shekinah's here. Watch V103.com. So tell me about this product. If you don't have Shekinah Joe <laughs> in your life, you know, you crazy. <laughs>
<laughs> Period. <laughs> I have a leave-in conditioner, y'all, that is amazing. Word. Like, you know how you have your little kids and they have be over, over curly? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the correct term. Over curly. Instead of saying nappy, you say over curly. Oh. 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 Look no at more, you. No more nappy. correct. Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Overly curly. It. Your sister's licensed. She has a cosmetology degree, and she passed the state board. Okay. Okay. Oh. So, um, credentials. You need them. certified, over certified. Tell them <laughs> if y'all can see her face. You are a comedian. <laughs> so, like I was telling y'all, I have, of course, you all know the edge control. Yes. And I want to toot my own horn a little bit because I think you all forgot. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I set trends for one. I've been setting trends a long time. Don't get my props for it, but it's cool. I want you all to know, outside of Hicks, Hicks is the first edge control, you understand? But I am a woman, Shekinah Joe, who made the second edge control. Mm. Uh. So all the girls, I thank God that I inspired you guys to make your edge controls. Your edge controls are the issue, too. Excuse my language. Thumb button. We good. We good. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) But. I'm not knocking any of y'all products, but you know, I just feel like y'all need to start giving a girl a little props on what she do. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Is edge control just a new way of saying gel? No. It's a big difference, man. It's a big difference. Baby hair products. It's a big difference. (laughs) You need a toothbrush for edge control. Okay. (laughs) So you have these products. I have these products. This entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. You have to Mm. be. What are you doing? Why do you have to be? Because you should. Everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur, number For one. Because sure. I have this thing that, that every, there's a thing mm-hmm. with this, this this day and time. Generation. Everyone wants to be a boss. And yes. it's not, Everybody can't be everybody a boss. Everybody can't. Right. Everybody not, That's not built be. for it. It's not. But my grandma was a boss, and I got it passed down from her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, period. Boss-tivity. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. been a boss. She owned the daycare and all kind of stuff. So I kind of ran with her. She was my best friend. So... I got the boss in me. Yeah. So, you know, and I... And you was born the boss. Yeah, but I work for people. Right. You know, I work for people. <laughs> and to the world, I still do hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want an appointment, you can book me today at www.shakanajoe.com, <laughs> okay? Because I'm doing hair. And guess what? Everyone is a star to Shakana Joe. Yeah. Okay? I may not post the people that I do on Instagram because right. I thought you was coming to me to get your hair done. Their Instagram life is my celebrity life. Right. And I, you know, I don't feel the need that I need to post everyone that I do because I kind of put a stamp already in this situation. Okay? But I do sew ins. Yeah. I do natural hair. I don't do lace fronts because I haven't learned, you know, Mm-hmm. I'm a real one, but <laughs> no, that's real. Because it's, a, it's mm-hmm. everything is its own technique. Yeah, every, every, every everybody. There's something like you just you just said. Everybody can't be a boss, and I can't do everything. Right. Okay. Yes, I know how to color. Yes, I know how to cut. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't do short hair. But when it comes to a sew in and a press out, I'm the girl you need to see. You're the one. Period. A master mm-hmm. versus a jack of all trades. All right. Period. So the, <laughs> the products, the products and booking you, everything's on the website? Yes, everything's on the website. My products is on the website. Also, you all know I, I have a line, I work hard. Okay, at first it was I work hard. Now I own both. I own I work hard and I work hard. You know, so I just thought I'd tell you that. And I also own my name, Shekinah Joe. Ooh. Ah. I went through a little battle 
about a year and a half ago, a girl really? tried to buy me out, but her, honey, a girl came back. I own it. Was it her name too? No, it wasn't. It's called haterism. Uh, She's trying to hustle. Oh, trying to get it so that you could buy it for more money. Hey, we gotta keep her lifted up in God. We wish her the best too. You know, okay. and I ain't got no hurt feelings about nobody, but I just want to let y'all know God is real. Last question. And he show fave on Chicago Joe. You talked about Instagram and your celebrity life. Has it been hard for you being this public and transparent? I'm asking you. Is it hard? Is, is it hard? Or what is the hardest part, if there is a hardest That's part? That's a good question. Knowing when to hold and fold them. Mm. Mm, picking your battles. Picking my battles. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, you're killing me. I didn't even want to go off and have to think, you know, stop. What would Jesus do? <laughs> Where did this maturity come from, young lady? Tita, I'm, I'm, Tita, I'm 35. Uh, okay. Not everybody. It's not, it's not oh, everybody. I know some 40-somethings. <laughs> I know some 50 old. Yo, no, that's not an age thing. That's an experience thing. Oh, I don't know, but kind of keep growing me up. Grow me up. You know, y'all might see me acting ratchet again sometime, but it's cool. Just forgive me, you know. But um, I'm trying to better myself every day, y'all. Amen. And, and that's what's important. And I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to get them some money. Yeah. You know, I want everybody to get along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah. Everybody can't sit at my table, though. Don't get mad at me. If you Listen, let me tell y'all something. For everybody in the world, I'm going to let it go. Okay. If you have ever crossed me, I just want you to know I forgive you and I love you. But will you sit at my table again? No. Mm. There's no disrespect Because if I let you sit at my table After you don't cross me and hurt me That means you're going to do it again And then I'm hurting myself So I just want to let you know If you're in my past I love you I have nothing against you I still want you to be I love your memory I love everything about you (laughs) (laughs) What we used to do But no more Coming in my space And trying to Interfere with this 35 year old woman got going on because I'm about to have some fun. Mm-hmm. I'm about to do some more traveling. Okay. 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 Take I'm me. about to tell y'all folk about God and let y'all see God use me. Okay. Amen. Okay. Give me the website, woman. www.shakanajo.com. Shakanajo.com. Yeah. Good to see you. I love y'all too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Yeah. Not just for dating purposes, just in general, people that you come across, people that you meet, friends, co workers that are not from Atlanta. They are not originally from here. They live here, but some of them are from North Carolina. Some of them are from Arkansas. Some of them are from California, Detroit, Texas, from Brooklyn, whoop whoop, Ohio, okay? London, Africa, like you name it. Everybody's here too, you know what I'm saying? People come from different states and from different regions. So not everybody is an Atlanta native. So just keep that in mind. There is a little bit more Southern hospitality. There is an emphasis on black excellence. And what I really loved about this city was that I came across so many young professional men of color who were educated, who had their own careers, who you know owned their own cars, lived in their own apartments, weren't living with their mama. And I really liked that about, about dating in Atlanta. You know, you met men who had things going for them. Just like in any dating situation, you definitely have men that are really not ready for commitment. Now, if a man is not ready for commitment, do not force it. It's just he's telling you he just doesn't want to be in a relationship and you have to love yourself enough and tell yourself that that's just not for you, sis, okay? Keep it moving. One thing that I would always hear from like coworkers, from friends, you know, was that there was this negative like fear that women had living here in Atlanta, which was like, oh, there's just a disproportionate ratio of women compared to men out here in Atlanta. So there were more women than there were men. Now, 
For some reason, every woman would use this logic to explain why they weren't in a relationship or to explain why they were single and why things couldn't work out. They would say, well, men have more options. Women are more limited. You know, there are a lot of attractive people out here. There are, there are attractive women out here. There are attractive men out here in Atlanta. I will say that. Atlanta is full of beautiful people. I will say that. Okay? But, you know, I don't think that we should feed into those types of fears. Now, for me, I remember my friend telling me and, you know, the number of this people is this and the ratio is this and it's so hard and how, how will I ever find somebody and how will I ever this and how will I ever that? Now, I do not live in fear, okay? I do not care what the statistics are. I was not going to allow statistics. I was not going to allow people's opinions. I was not going to allow society, okay, to tell me or to determine what my future was going to be. Now, when you hear that coming from a different city down to Atlanta, it's almost like you feel like people are trying to, to instill fear. Like, like, oh my God, like if that's the case, like why am I here? I'm never going to find my husband. I'm never going to... Guys, stop it. You know, don't get me wrong. I get that statistics are important. I get that numbers are important because it tells us the likelihood or what the chances are. And maybe the chances are slim. Maybe the chances are this. Maybe the chances are that. But, but I don't walk by sight. I walk by faith. Okay, so I just have faith. I was like, I don't care what anybody got to say about how many men and how many women living in Atlanta. Like, if it's meant for me to be here, that person will come to me. And show enough, they did. All right. <laughs> but anyway, that was just me. Like, I just was like, I really don't care. You know, if you want to live in fear, you go ahead and live in fear. I'm not. You know, my whole life has really been just about stepping out on faith. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, I still have my ups and downs. The work never stops just because you're in a relationship. You still have to work on yourself. You cannot expect for somebody to come into your life and you ain't even ready yet. You know, you're still holding on to anger. You're still holding on to bitterness. Everybody is a work in progress. But if you are single, I would say use this time very wisely to do all of the things you ever wanted to do. How, now, how do you meet people, bachelors or whatever you want to call it in Atlanta? Well, there are so many networking events. There are young professional mixers, happy hours, different events maybe pertaining to an industry that you're in or a field that you're in. Look it up, you'll find it. There are festivals going on in the summertime, so many concerts. The nightlife here is pretty good. And even just like organizations and churches and just so many things that the city has to offer and parks and recreational centers and just you go out and you will meet people. You know, if you're social, if you're outspoken, if you love to connect, people even use dating apps, you know? So that's another way that people are able to meet others, you know, through dating apps. Now, I've never used a dating app, but Instagram, I feel like it's turning into one, if you ask me. Okay, because I've met people on Instagram and I think it's a cool way to connect. Now, you have to be smart, okay, you guys? You cannot be... You know, you gotta be intelligent in this day and age. You can't be getting catfished out here. I'm tiptoeing into the pond of available men here in Atlanta and I dip my foot in and I'm like, whoa child, <laughs> dip your foot back out. Dip your foot back out, honey. Uh, this video is just actually gonna be real quick kind of like an update 
I'm actually freestyling this. I'm about to head to a day party, but I wanted to just chat because I had some things on my mind. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, my name is Tynesha Renee. You are now watching Tynesha Talks, which is my platform to keep it real, raw, and transparent. Today, I'm just going to be spilling some tea, so... <laughs> let's get into it i wanted to give you guys an update on what my experience in atlanta has been like so far i made a video that's linked at the top wait no no I made a video that's linked at the top that talks about my process of relocating to Atlanta. Haven't really talked about my actual experiences in Atlanta because I wanted to give myself time to adjust. I am now almost at one year, it'll be one year in August that I have been here. Time has literally flown. I feel like I'm really vibing with it. Like I'm finally getting out, meeting people, getting out of my comfort zone. I've been networking with people. So that's been really, really cool. It's always something to do here. People here are super driven people are about their money it's very very motivating so i love those things about atlanta but <laughs> we ain't talk about that today today we gonna talk about what it's like to actually date in atlanta because child the dating scene here is like it, it's a bit interesting it's interesting <laughs> I had a YouTube video that talked about my abstinence journey. It talked about how I was taking a break from sex and also dating. And now I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm ready to entertain someone. I'm tiptoeing into the pond of available men here in Atlanta. And I dip my foot in and I'm like, whoa, child, <laughs> dip your foot back out. Dip your foot back out, honey. Here's what I think is going on in Atlanta with dating. And you guys have probably heard people say a lot, the women outnumber the men. I don't really know like what the numbers are now, but from what I can see, that's very much true. So the men have like this surplus of women to choose from. And they're not like your average women. They're um, actresses, they might be models. You got your natural beauties. You got your enhanced beauties, like the fashion over models here. So it's a mix of everything. So the men are just having a field day to pick whoever they want. But the women here, like they're so, um, I'm just gonna say aggressive. They don't care if a dude is talking to a girl, they see what they want, they're gonna get it, right? This very interesting dynamic, it's a lot of competition I see um, for men between women. If you not really like that, if you're used to being like laid back and letting people approach you, it's gonna be like, mm, the dating scene is a little bit funny. I feel like I'm like that. I'm not really about to be fighting with you, you and you over anybody like, all right, you want somebody else, ta-ta. Nice to know you, see you when you're free. Like, that's it. I haven't actually gone out on dates with people yet. It's more so the beginning phases before you get to that point. So just talking, getting to know them. I actually did go out one day when I first moved out here and it was this guy. I met him in Walmart. He was tall. He used to play basketball. So I love tall men. That was the first thing that made me attracted to him. He had a nice smile. So I'm like, all right, you know, I can entertain this dude. So he asked me out on a date and with me, when someone asks me out on a date, I like to see that they're putting an effort. This guy, long story short, takes me out on a date to Applebee's. Now, you know what? I feel like my perspective on things like this have changed. In the past, I would be like, you know what? I don't really care. A date is wherever someone wants to take you. And I do still feel like that. But I feel like he could have done something more. Like for a first date, 
I don't know if Applebee's is the place that you would really take somebody. Like, maybe take me out to the park. We could go walking. We could go to um, have a little picnic. We could do something just fun out of the ordinary. And you'll probably spend the same amount of money as you would have at Applebee's, maybe even less. So it's not even about the cost of it. It's about the thought. So obviously, this dude didn't put the thought in. <sighs> we go to Applebee's. I get all cute. I'm dressed up for our date. He comes in and he's like acting very awkward. Ends up telling me that he smoked before our date. He was super high. And so he's just like on his own little vibe. It's like pulling teeth, trying to get him to talk. I was just turned off. But whatever, that was the first date. He tried to ask me out um, again. And it was more of this situation like, oh, you come pull up to the crib. Pull up to the crib and come see me. Skirt! We're not we're pulling not up pulling to anybody's crap. We're not pulling up to anybody's crap. We're not pulling up to anybody's crap. I'm so over the pull up to the crib type of dude. Got into a relationship and he asked me to stop working. I stopped working. I stopped working all my jobs. We moved together. You know, he was making all the money. And at the time I was young, I didn't realize I was giving him control and power by stopping, you know, my own income. So when he started cheating and stuff. What's up? It's lip service. I'm Angela Yee. <laughs> I'm Katie McGuire. I'm Jasmine Brand. And Renny Ritchie is here with us for the first time ever. Hey. Hey, Renny. Hey, y'all. Are you in the bathroom? <laughs> it looked like it. I am because my kids are and my nephews, like, you know, Christmas was just here. So everybody is around here playing with toys and being loud. I was like, let me try and hide. Okay. That's like the mom's ultimate hiding place, I feel like sometimes, being in the bathroom. Exactly. Only quiet space you get. No, but it, I got a little girl. She ten too. So now it's like the bathroom is not even my hiding space no more because even when, if I'm doing my makeup, she in here with me. Like if I'm using the bathroom, she in here with me. <laughs> wow. So you've been locked in, huh? Yeah, I'm enjoying it though. All right. Well, that's good. Oh, that you've been doing a lot. But... This is definitely a first for our our Zoom episodes to have somebody in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> She's the first. <laughs> you know what? Is it echoing? You, no. Toilet talk. You okay. can tell a lot about a person by their bathroom, too. When you go to that, they always say in restaurants, you could tell how clean a restaurant is by the bathroom, and you could tell a lot about a person. Like, have you ever dated somebody and their bathroom was nasty? Yep. I can't stand a nasty bathroom. Or, like, the bottom of the toilet. Ew. The, I can't stand it. I remember I dated this guy and he had like um, three roommates. This is when I was uh, fresh out of college. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you that was the most disgusting bathroom, I was like, I don't even want to go in here and pee. It was so nasty. <laughs> it's gross. I couldn't take a shower there or nothing. I was I actually stopped going there and stopped because no, the shower is disgusting. Like showers are, uh, I don't like bar soap with hair on it. I don't like when the back of the toilet is dusty. Yeah. Uh -uh. <laughs> It's, or or you like, no, men don't really clean up, so it'd be hair from like 10 bitches ago on the floor. <laughs> definitely. I've definitely seen Ten other women's hair. I definitely have seen other women's hair in guys' bathroom I dealt with. Like, yeah. they don't clean up. I, I, I can that before, too. That's how you find out if a guy is cheating. You look in his bathroom because they don't clean it. Like it looks like the girl had brushed her weave and then like then took all the hair out of the um, and just threw it on the floor. Put it in, <laughs> in the toilet and it was like a glob of hair in the toilet. Oh, oh. I mean not the toilet in the trash can. Trash can. And I'm like, why she uh -uh. just like down the toilet? That's why I was going to say he. I don't, he I don't to know about his type of woman either because any woman that don't flush her hair down the toilet, so I mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, if you see a pink hair somewhere, you know. It's this bitch right here. <laughs> <laughs>
So listen, Renny, I know um, relationship-wise, because we've heard you talk about guys on your songs and everything, and, you know, you a solid chick, and we all know that. But what's the worst way you caught a guy cheating on you? Um, this actually just happened, like, literally two weeks ago. Um, me and my, we've been on and off for, like, going on five years now or whatever, and I just kind of had a feeling. Like, you know how when you've been with somebody so long, they have patterns, and you know how they move or whatever. So um, the season is getting back in, so they had started their two-a-day workouts or whatever, and he was like, I'm about to get ready to go to sleep. Mind you, I just left from down there, like, three days ago. He's like, I'm about to get ready to go to sleep. You know, we had two-a-days. I'm tired today. It's 7 o'clock. I know you like you don't need you don't go to sleep at all bro like <laughs> so um I'm like nah something funny so he's like nah you just want to pick an argument you want to pick an argument now I I know this is what you do you deflect when it's when you're trying to get out the phone you pick something to be like all right I, can, I ain't gonna talk to her for the rest of the night let me pick an argument I'm like it's a bitch down there so he sends a whole video like it's not a bitch down here blah 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 never answers the phone act like he's going to sleep on FaceTime and then he accidentally picked one up he's sitting in the bathroom up but you're supposed to be asleep. It's like four hours ago. You said you was going to sleep. So I book a flight. I get on a red eye and I go to New Orleans. <laughs> okay. Um, I pop up at the hotel and I get a key to the room. And I only have to use the key because as soon as I get to the floor, the housekeeping is cleaning the room up. And I walk in and the bitch is in the room. Damn. Oh, shit. Now, back up a second. How did you get the key? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Right. See what had happened once I told them <laughs> this was my fiance and they I had been there like a few times already like they know we together or whatever so I'm like I lost my key I had my old key with me or whatever but I'm sure the room's got rekey whatever if I had my old key I'm like can you just rekey my room and they just gave me a new key so what did you say when you when you came in there um, I asked her what her name was and I was like you know he didn't tell you he had a girlfriend and she was like no and, you know, thank God for, you know, growth, because the old me would have just hit the bitch. Right. Like, but, like, I'm older, and I, you know, I'm a little more mature, and I, I'm learned, learning to be a logical thinker. So I'm like, she did what any woman would. She ain't wrong. She don't owe me nothing. So we just sit in there talking or whatever, and I'm, I'm like, I should, like, fuck this whole room up. I should fuck this room up. I should wait for him to get out of practice. And I'm like, no, both of us going to be in jail. So I don't do that. <laughs> but I just talked to her and I leave I fuck his PlayStation 5 up I take some shit I know he give a fuck about and I just leave and I don't say nothing I never texted him and told him what happened I waited for him to call me Randy you know somebody could have used that PS5 you ain't have to mess it up you could have just took it yeah I know, I ain't think, but uh, you know, at that moment, I was so impulsive, and the only thing, like, I wanted to fuck something up. I'm just playing with you, fine, I'm kidding, (laughs) you're not gonna re-give me. And I didn't want to fuck nothing up in these people's hotel room either, because I'm still thinking, like, he got an image, I got an image, I'm still trying to protect us at the same time, ain't that some shit. (laughs) Everybody knows this was your boyfriend, though, for quite some time, so you think that she really didn't know about you? Um... I mean, whether she did or she didn't, that she not obligated to, you right. know, not fuck with him because he my nigga. So right. was she cute at least? Whether she, she like she ain't me. <laughs> I would See, say that. Yeah, listen, I'm me. not. I she was. I'm. She's a cute. She's a cute. She was a cute girl. Like she just looked like a young girl. Like she was a cute girl. You like, that she's very mature. She, I love right, that. that. Is very yeah. mature. That's how she done things in the past, and she's thinking about her career now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Listen, me and this nigga have been through the worst of the worst. When I say any situation you could possibly think about being in, we done been through that, and 
I'm, you know, I'm tired. If that's, I don't think I'm mature no more. I think I'm just tired. You gonna take him back? You gonna take him back? Um. Damn. Uh, my thing be all right. So listen, we just start like we just started back trying to work on shit again because I went and I tried to like date other people and like lead a situation along, but they on the same type of time. So my thing was, you know, I'd rather be with somebody I really give a fuck about and put up with the shit and see what's gonna change over here versus going through this with a whole new person. I'm trying to get to know you and dealing with it like these niggas ain't shit. So y'all still together basically. <laughs> no, we no, we single, but we together. It's toxic. <laughs> there you go. She said it's toxic. Now, Gigi, you could perhaps shed some light on this because Gigi Girl, doesn't do this. I didn't see the revolving door of a relationship, and I finally got out of it. And I mean, I had those same sentiments. I felt like, why well, put up with the next nigga bullshit when I can put up with this nigga bullshit and I'm already accustomed to this bullshit and know what's going to come along with it? Right. Well, I have to start something new with somebody else and it's going to be the same bullshit. I might as well know what I'm dealing with and what come along with it on the on the pros and the cons. So, you know, I went back time after time after time again. Um, I eventually ended up leaving and, you know, we no longer speak. So we aren't together, but um, I, I feel where you're coming from with the whole, like, you know, I'd rather just deal with the bullshit that I'm used to. You put in like 10 it. years, Gigi. That's a long time. Yeah. I was the same person for 10 years. But I also think that has something to do with like just being a part of the industry. Like whether I used to dance too, like whether you dancing, you rapping, you know, you modeling, being a part of this industry, like you don't really have the leisure to date around. You know what I'm saying? Like and and go through trial and error because as soon as they see you with somebody, they're gonna assume you fucking, even if y'all not fucking. So you get seen with so many different people and then your name is kind of like fucked up because people just assuming. So it's like, you know, it's a blessing and a curse to be doing what we're doing but as far as a date in life it's like it, it kind of puts a strain on it but do you care like do you really care if people think that you fuck you know because it is oh uh, no because they go they gonna say i'm fucking anyway i done heard stories that i don't fuck so many niggas i ain't even seen some of these niggas but they done had my pussy and i ain't even know about it so hey i don't i care. did a whole list of guys that i slept with and they put some women on there too and Ooh, some nice. of them some of them, I didn't even know who they were. Never met them before in my life. I was like, oh, I gotta find this list. I had to just not care. Like, I was just like, it. No, it'd be funny hearing them stories, like whole stories about yourself. And you'd be like, damn, who made this up? Because I kind of want to talk to them and hear what else happened because this shit felt good. But it ain't fucking happened. Right. Like, I want to meet these people that I supposedly... Yeah. I want to see that list. <laughs> now, let's talk about... <laughs> So when he did call you, what was that conversation like? That's some typical nigga shit. My, he's younger than me too. So, you know, he his maturity level is not where mine is. Uh, but you're young. I, I have my kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm 29. Yeah. I'm 29, but I had my son when I was 16. I had my daughter when I was 18. So like half my life I was a kid. The other half of my life I've been a mom first. So right. I feel like my maturity level is just even different from girls my age even you know with kids because mine's just a little older you know so i i try to look at everything you know all the way across the board and take those things into consideration he younger than me he called he like um did you take my louis vuitton bag i'm like yeah <laughs> oh have you seen my debit card i'm like no nah, i ain't seen your debit card and we got off the phone Cause at this point I ain't about to, I, we don't gotta address nothing. You don't wanna address nigga. You know what the fuck you did. So when it's up, just know why it's up. Mm-hmm. 
And then, but like you said, it's been off and on. So, and you said it's a toxic relationship, but is this the person yeah. you see yourself with, like married? Uh, if I had to pick right now, from, <laughs> yeah, if I had to pick right now, you know, from the, you know, the people in my pond right now, yeah. Do your kids <laughs> like him? Yeah, my kids love him. That's hard. It's just toxic with the with the adult shit. Like we we live together. Like it's just toxic with the adult shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't involve my kids in that. We don't display none of that to you know the kids. Now, does he ask you questions also about if there's rumors of you dating people? Or does he ever come to you like, man, what? <laughs> this man questioned me about everything, like every little thing you could think of, and I I know it's his conscience. Yep, that's what I was gonna say. Of course, he's gonna ask you because he out doing his own dirt. So any little thing yeah, his you about, he gonna bring it right to you. That's like how- it's literally his conscience. His conscience eats him up about every little thing, and I know it probably is like intimidating being with me with the attention and stuff I get, and you know being around rappers and you know you're a ball player, so y'all looking at rappers like they get looked at in, as individuals. Y'all get looked at as an entity unless you're a franchise player. I get looked at as an individual. So when we out, some people know you, some people don't. But when people know me, they know exactly who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that play a lot into it, too. I feel like that play a lot into why you cheat. Mm. Right. His, interesting. his own ego. Mm-hmm. Insecurities. And especially yeah. when you signed, right? Because you signed to, um, what is it, Wolfpack? That's part of QC? Wolfpack. Yeah. yeah. So how did he feel when that happened? Because that's intimidating to be around those guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, believe it or not, when we when I saw we wasn't together. Like we was on our little off shit. Like he was out doing his thing, and I was really just focused on myself. He still takes me and tells me congratulations or whatever. But I mean, I know he was happy because I was leaving the club. Like I was right. stripping when we met, so I was leaving the club. So I'm, I know he was happy about that. But at the end of the day, the rap game just like the strip club. <laughs> how did you How did you meet him? <laughs> Okay, so he went to he was going to college playing college at ball at um USC and we both from Columbia, but we had like mutual friends or whatever. And being that he younger than me, like some of the promoters who I they would book me to come like dance and stuff. And I was like, you know, the popping stripper in our state or whatever. And he was just asking about me, like he was checking for me or whatever. And I he came in one night and we just chopped it up and that was it. I was bored for real. I was like getting out of a relationship. I had been single for like a year and I was just trying to like I I went into it like fun like this gonna be fun this little boy I ain't gonna take this little boy serious because he's younger than me and I'm used to dating older guys I'm like I ain't gonna take this little boy serious like it's gonna be fun or whatever but we just clicked like we we real cool mm-hmm was so did you want to leave the like were you did you enjoy dancing in the club was that something that because I know that's something that like it could be I'm doing this to get some money or you could be like this is actually fun how was it for you um, I went into it doing it just to like provide more for my kids because when I started dancing, I had two jobs. Like I was working for a military financing company and I was working at like the trap clothing store, like you know, where all the drug dealers and stuff go to. Excuse me. And um I'm like, you know, I'm making money, but I ain't I ain't able to give my kids the extra. Like I'm I'm able to pay the bills, I'm able to do the necessities, but I wanna I want my kids to live like and my baby daddy was in prison so this whole time i've been raising my kids by myself i see the girls like i started working the door first that's mm-hmm. how you get in there i started working the door first then i started bartending i'm like man i'm watching the girls dance i'm like 
these bitches ain't doing shit. These bitches ain't even cute. Like, <laughs> is this all the fuck they doing and they leaving with bags? Oh, nah, sign me up. The crazy part is my first week dancing, I didn't make no money. What? I did not make a dollar. I was in the hole. Hey, like, the city where you dancing in? I, my first time dancing, I went to Orangeburg, South Carolina. Oh, uh. Okay. I, but I'm from South Carolina, so you know I wasn't gonna go to like no big crazy city because I was still nervous. Like I was really jumping out there, like winging the fuck out that shit. <laughs> so um, I ain't had no real dance shoes. I went and bought some damn lingerie and had on some little regular thigh high boots. What you wear to the club? I'm looking real baby girlish. Like, did you know how like I'm, I know. I'm a real baby girl? And I don't went and bought this big long synthetic wig trying to cover up who I am and everything. Bitch, not even thinking, girl, you got tattoos. They know who you are. Like, right. people already know you. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I was a nobody going to dance. People already know you. Now I'll be looking at some of that shit like, who the fuck let me think this was right? <laughs> but I went in there for the money and I got tired of it. I'm like, you know what? I'm finna leave. He's like, if you leave, like, that's cool, but I ain't got nothing for you. You can't take, you ain't got shit to leave with. Right. I came back home and had to go. I had to swallow my pride and go back to the club. Like everybody know that's embarrassing to leave the club, be with a nigga who up, be put up, got this, got that, and have to come back because you know that was all that nigga shit. I was like, when I come back this time, I'm making I'm making the most out of it. Like if I'm gonna be dancing and people gonna be talking about me, I'm gonna make sure they saying, but she the baddest bitch in that motherfucker. She getting that motherfucking bag in there. <laughs> ain't she ain't playing? And that's what I did. I went there. I turned that bitch all the way up. <laughs> and so you started rapping while you was at the club too no the crazy part is I had tried like I was pursuing music before I started dancing like it was just something I always had an opportunity I was like I had been presented opportunities to do and I fucked with it like I wrote in for my school newspaper all through school journalism was like my shit I love writing poetry so like I was into that shit um but it just was not the right times. Every The first two times that I had the opportunity, it wasn't right. One of my kids was too young. The next, my money wasn't right. This time came around, I went looking for it. And I just happened to know, you know, like in the club, you form business relationships with all the rappers, all the people, right. you know, who you need to know because the strip club is rap culture. Yep. So I knew these people, but I never told them like, oh, I know how to rap. I, I ain't pushed that on there because I'm thinking about making some money. Fuck all that. Um, but I wanted a career. Like I wanted my son's job shadowing they had came up and this is what really made me like, nah, but you got to find something else to do. Cause I asked them, I said, what, you know, what did you tell them at school that I do? Cause I ain't take you to no job to shadow shit. I'm like, well, you just stay home that day. I'm like, what did you go tell them? You know, that I do. He was like, shit, I ain't tell them. I ain't tell them you did nothing. I said, you stay home, that's your job, you stay home with us. I'm like, man, that's, for my child to know what I'm doing and be protecting me, mm -hmm. because he ain't even telling me he know what I'm doing. I didn't find out my kids knew I was stripping until I stopped. Mm -hmm. So he not even telling me at the time he really do know what I'm doing. But for my child to, you know, have to go make up shit and, and not have nothing to talk about with their mama that they could be proud of, I'm like, I need a career, bro. I'm making all the money in the world, but I ain't got shit to talk about. I can't show shit for it. Besides, like, some bags, some, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't filing no taxes. I wasn't handling it right on that end. Right. And what about, what did he say about his dad? Um, yeah, I don't know. 
No, because that's that dead. That dad probably been home from prison maybe three years, maybe. Like, he ain't been home from prison long. He got locked up when my son was one, and I was, like, three months away from having our daughter. They both got the same dad. So they don't really have a, you know, they, at that time, they really didn't have no relationship with him. They was just meeting him. You know, they was trying to find something. So I don't really think they even think about right or thought about him at the time. I saw an old tweet, um, I think from last year, you were talking about, I, I guess you were saying whether or not you were comfortable letting your kids see their dad when he was locked up. Yeah, see, I, I didn't let my kids go to prison and um, see their dad. One, I, like, I got a little boy. And I don't want him to feel like being in and out of a jail is normal. Like he a little black boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to feel like this is normal. I don't want to normalize that for you. And I feel like by bringing you to see him and it could have been selfish on my part, you know? And if he felt like it was selfish, I do apologize to him for that. But I feel like I did what I had to do to protect my kid. You never met your daughter. Why would you want the first time you meet her or her first memories of you to be in a jail? This is a listen, girl. You done did a lot already. She done lived twenty nine years old. <laughs> you done live, girl. <laughs> it's nice that your kids are so grown too. I always feel like it's kind of dope to have done all that already. You know what I'm saying? Like she's like she grown. She grew, grew with her kids too. <laughs> yeah, we definitely we still growing for real. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Like girls who I know I wasn't the only girl in high school pregnant. I wasn't the only girl you know who it, ain't listen to their mom. I had my girl at seventeen, and it's like yeah. right now. We are at the point where she's grown and I'm still young enough that we enjoy a lot of the same things. Shit, we were just in the club together like a month ago, <laughs> like drunk at five o'clock in the morning. And she's 24. I'm 41. So yeah, it's like see. I had her at 17. We was we grew up together. You know, we very, very close. And it's like at this point, I have friends that are my age. They got little ass kids and they can't do shit because they got little ass kids. And I'm like, well, bitch, mine grown. <laughs> my baby said it because mine grown. Mine yeah, so grown. It, for me, it was hard back then. But I, I, looking back at it, I would rather go through what I went through then to have the life that I have now versus being in the shoes of my friends that are older with younger kids. But to each his own. No, I definitely agree with you. And then, you know, other girls had kids young like us, but they call their grandmama's mama and they call their mamas by their first name. And I, like, I really raised my kids. Like, I really- You in here in the bathroom right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, I, I, I really, like, my mama ain't make that baby, so my mama ain't needed to raise no more babies. Like, I was grown when I laid down, and I was grown, and I took care of them, and I figured it out. And, like, I, me and my kids have open discussions about everything. They know I'm mama, but anything, we, we gonna talk about it all. Ain't nobody gonna give you no information or talk to you about something that I'm gonna tell you right first. I ain't, you ain't never gotta be scared to come talk to me about nothing. So we talk about what I did. We talk about their daddy being in prison, and we learning with each other. I still, I really sit and ask my kids, like, do it bother you when I do this right here? I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to see something. Like, we really talk. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, that's amazing. I love it. And you did everything you did for your kids. And they probably so happy to see you as a rapper. Yeah, do they, do you let them listen to your music? Yeah. They, my, they listen to everything because I, know everything. I don't believe in, I believe in filtering. No music, no TV, no nothing. Because at the end of the day, they going to see it somewhere. Like, the cartoons is about the same as the music now. So they going to see it somewhere. And it ain't no music or no television or no YouTube parenting my kids. I parent my kids. They just, you know, consume that. It ain't leading. They, it's not teaching them anything in no type of way. Right. They be listening to hands on your knees. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. they, they, my, they know all the words. 
curse too. They like, I catch them slip up. I catch them slip up. They would have said a cuss word or something. I'm like, yeah, I heard you. <laughs> Get out of here. I heard that now. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about just everything that's been happening for you because you did put out um during the pandemic you've been putting out music and so and you've been having time to sit at be at home and you know be with your kids probably more than ever before since yeah. you don't have to travel right now too much so talk about deciding to put out some music during this pandemic well i was i actually was getting ready to put out real bitch radio and it was supposed to be my album which we get ready to put it out now but um, the rollout, I wanted the, I, w I had more creative say so with this one. So I wanted the rollout to really be intimate and personal. I wanted to really connect with my fans because everybody putting out a lot of content now, but they not really touching the people no more. They not really making their fans feel included. And I wanted to do that. I want to do pop-up shops. I want to do private listening parties just with my fans, you know, shit like that. So when we couldn't do that, because quarantine started, I was like, nah, like, let's hold off on that. But I still want to get him something. Like, I it's almost been a year since I put something out. I only put Big Rennie out. I got signed with no original content out. I just got signed off Jack and Beats. So I put Big Rennie out. I went, it took a whole year to try and figure myself out, figure my sound out, figure out what it meant to be an artist. But I'm like, nah, they need something. Like, right now, I got to get them something. So I pulled a couple songs off Real Bitch Radio put them on the quick tape, took that fucking picture. That picture was really a gas station picture that I just had in my camera roll. Like, shit, we finna use this. And we gonna call this motherfucker quick tape. Like, I had to be really resourceful with no resources. So that's how it came about. And I'm glad I did it because I feel like it sparked the conversation. I had kind of, like, died down. I wasn't staying in the conversation. I wasn't giving people nothing to talk about. So it, it sparked the conversation back up. And now people are looking for shit and they ready, you know, for me to drop shit and they consuming the stuff that I am putting out because I got them ready for it. Right. Now, before you signed with Wolfpack, were there other people trying to sign you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually went out to L.A. and recorded with Kanye um, for good music. He wasn't actually there. He was supposed to be there. But then it was like Valentine's Day and him and Kim did something. And I really was thinking about going that way. Um, but what made me take into consideration, like, not doing it was because I felt like I needed somebody who knew how to transition me from where I was coming from. Mm -hmm. I, I needed people who like really knew like the streets. I was coming from the trap. I yeah. really need you to understand. I'm not coming in here polished. I'm not right. coming in here knowing what the fuck to do. I want to shake my ass. I want to pop my pussy. I want to talk about getting money. I want to be me. And I didn't want to go nowhere where it was going to be like, oh, you got to be this way or we need you to do this. I didn't want to change myself. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, well, I'm glad you did what you did then. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I did what I did too. It's been a long process, like a lot of trial and error, but you know, I'm, ultimately I'm glad with where it's going now. Yeah, I think that make more sense anyway. I see you on songs with City Girls and Lil Yachty, and I think I can see just that lane is more your lane than being on, I don't even think good music, does it still exist? I don't know. I mean, yeah. you just seen, you know, Sienna Taylor. <laughs> that was another thing, too. I'm like, y'all got Sienna Taylor over here. Y'all got, you know, good artists on y'all roster. Y'all ain't, they ain't really being handled the best way. Like, yeah. <laughs> all of, I want to do that. I'm not trying to be shown. And we're going to Wolfpack, like, baby, you know, he on, he QC and Wolfpack. So I was the first, like, sole artist, just Wolfpack. So I knew, like, I was going to be priority. I right. wasn't going to be shelved. I wasn't going to be, oh, we got to fit you in between here. I, like and that's what really like had me yeah we're gonna grow together 
Yeah. Yeah. And you're also able to stay true to yourself, which is what really matters because you're able to put out the best product and the best music and give what you know you feel with the people right. you when right. you have control, that creative control over your over your music. So that's the thing. No, I ain't gonna lie, the first project yeah. I ain't really I ain't really had that much control, but I ain't know no better then either. That's why when the second one came around, I was like, Hold up, we doing it this way, we done tried it y'all way, we doing it this way. I picked the name for it. Like that's why I said my first project was kind of big Renny. I've been doing this big shit, but you know, I ain't really have no say so in like the shit that mattered. I didn't know it mattered then. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, shit, I just go record the music. I say what bitch I like, hear a name, hear a title, and that was really it. And right. then I saw how it came out, and I'm like, nah, it didn't make sense. Like nothing about it made sense. It was just like, oh, she put a project out. This time we're gonna do it right. Every time after this, we're gonna do something that makes sense. Right. Well, good. Now, I want to get back to talking about your on-again, off-again man. So, so <laughs> in relationships for a long time, right? Because the dick is good. You think that's part of the reason why you stayed in, you're staying in this relationship? Um, shit, I tell him everything you know. But I think with me, it ain't just about being good it's because i will keep fucking on you until i find somebody that i really want to fuck with like i'm gonna take serious because mm-hmm. i ain't gonna just be fucking you know what i'm saying i keep fucking on my old nigga and be dating a new nigga trying to see if this the nigga i want to fuck with and that be the problem because you know that sex be having you talking yourself back into some shit mm-hmm. <laughs> so that be a lot of the problem but i just don't be like i ain't finna catch no new body and this nigga don't even work out i can stay <laughs> over here this nigga hey, you don't like to be alone. You don't like to be alone. Yeah, I don't. I, I do not. I do not. I'm like a serial. Like, I need love. What's the longest you've been by yourself? Single? Probably a year. Okay. <laughs> That's not bad. That's a long time. I feel like a year. I, but it don't be no. me either, though. The niggas be getting with me, and they just want to, like, stay around. They just never want to leave me. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. It's like, it's the southern <laughs> bell in me. My mama say I started cooking and cleaning too much. I was going to say, you probably have a lot of maternal instincts when it comes to relationships, too. You know, having raised yeah, that, kids and then sometimes being with a man is like raising a kid. And she could cook. Yeah. Dom, my best friend, she be on me all the time like that. She say, you always want to get around niggas and start cooking. Wonder why he don't want to go nowhere. <laughs> I love to cook shit. I'm going to keep you fed, baby. <laughs> Now, when you say you taught him everything he knows, was he not good at first? Because now oh, no, he was good. Okay, but you taught him more. He just young. He just was young. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know what, you know, in college, y'all just fucking. Like, I ain't go to college, you know what I'm saying? But I know, like, when me and my baby daddy was fucking around, we was just fucking. We was right. kids. We didn't know what we was doing. We just. Right. You wasn't trying to please each other necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, the first time we had sex, I was going you know, he gave me a little head. I'm like, oh, you know what he's doing a little bit? Okay. okay. You know, okay. he had a little okay. stroke on him. I was like, cool, I can fuck with this. Like, I bet. So, like, the more we started doing it, like, I just started teaching him, like, the shit that I like, because I'm into, like, I like all that freaky shit, like, spit in my mouth, choke me, like, snatch me up. I want all that. All that. I did yeah. see a picture on your page of you getting choked. And you're, you that were, ain't me. That ain't me. Okay. I said it's it wasn't a, her. It's a photo dump. 
It's a photo dump. You know, I like to do the little photo dumps. I've been doing it for a long time. You know, I, I'm just I like being ready. Stuff. It just made me think, uh, in your head. That's, that's what you. she into. Yeah. It should have been me. Right. It, it, it should have been me. It was an expression of you, even though it wasn't you in the picture. Yeah, it's, I wish it was me in the picture. <laughs> you that ever picture have was sexy as fuck. You ever have marks on yourself after sex? Because yeah. it got rough. Yeah, she, she's as pale as the rest of us, of course. Yeah, I'm yellow as fuck. I, look, I got a big fucking bruise over here right now. I, I bruise so easy. So, yes. There'll be a yes. There'll be yeah, okay. the answer. <laughs> I can't believe it. I but, cannot get into somebody spitting in my mouth. It just can't. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't. It's not my ministry. It ain't for me. No, I'm with all that shit. I don't <laughs> want no hawk spit in my mouth. No, I don't want yeah, no... Yeah, it gotta be, like, sexy and, like... Yeah, um, it's like... like and I, every nigga ain't a spit in my mouth now. I, that's just, I don't just go collecting spit. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't just go doing that, but I do like it. Like, me and him got, like, a little, we got our own little vibe when it comes to, like, what we be having going on. It works for them. What about, a golden, what about a golden shower? Nah. It's gone too far, Angela. What? I don't know. Some people are into the shower. From, from spit to pit. <laughs> people no, do that in the shower. I'm childish because I don't even catch. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm childish. I'm not catching on that. No. Uh, what are you? What are you doing? Uh, I'm not catching. What? <laughs> <laughs> but what? Wait, wait, what are you doing? Honestly, I've been fucking the same nigga for five years. I never see the nothing no more. Oh, uh, okay. There you go. Gotcha. But you don't ever want to, um, guys, like, I feel like guys like to see their come sometimes. Like, we like to see it come out. I like that. They money in a strip club. They like to see that jizz, baby. They want to see it. They want to see it on you. They want to know it went down your throat. You know. Now, see, I'm with that. I like to watch you nut on me sometimes. But, like, especially we doing it from the back. I want to turn around and watch you nut on my ass or whatever. Shoot it down my spine like that. I'm into all of that. I'm not, I'm not catching it in my mouth, though. Damn, not even no. for his birthday? <laughs> she she really feels strongly about this. Look at her. Look at her. But I'm confused about how he could spit in your mouth, but he you can't. Won't nut yeah. in your mouth. Come That's on, crazy. Now. That's Come on. totally different. Nut is just like it. different. I'll take nut before I take spit. Uh huh. Me too. <clears throat> no, you should try mm. it. <laughs> no, she really I'm a kisser it. though. I'm a kisser. I like to kiss. Like if we tongue kissing, you let spit. Like we swap right. spit. Still so I mean that nut shit though is just I um, I don't know we so we had a discussion about it before and he was like I don't like I don't be moving when you squirting in my mouth like shit that's different you better not move like <laughs> that's different the textures are two completely different things like but isn't it, okay so you can squirt isn't that a lot more than come like when okay, I've never squirted so I haven't I either I haven't I've have never uh, squirted it's it's a whole lot more it's a lot. It's it's kind of like a golden shower if you think about it. And he catches oh, yeah. that in his mouth. Multiple people, is it pee or not? And no, he don't catch it in his mouth. No, I was just saying hypothetically, oh. if I was to do it, you better not move. You'll drown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like I it. can't even take head that long though, y'all. I'd be ready to fuck. Like I, I can't take no head that whole time. You, I need some penetration. Mm. So wait, what is? Are, would you be down to have another kid with him then since he's nothing all in you? Yeah. You would? Okay. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah. Because it's quarantine. Yeah. And you know, people, everybody's getting pregnant right now. Let me ask you this. You're a mom. <laughs> How long do you wait before you let someone meet your kids when you're dating? 
Uh, I, I'm really protective of my kids. I think he and me, my kids, until we have been together for like 10 months. Okay. Like, if I... Here, here. And this is the only man, like, you got, like, my kids ain't even met their they daddy yet. So, you know, this the only man who really have a relationship with my kids outside of my family or, like, my friends. Right. Um, I, I don't play that. I think, and that's another reason probably why we've been on and off for real, because, again, my kids love him. So it's it's hard to, like, take that away from my kids as well. And I never stand in their relationship. If me and him ain't talking, them kids ain't got nothing to do with it. Right. When you guys were off, did you date anybody else, though? Like, were there some other guys that you were um, thinking about getting serious? Just, I mean, this year is the only year that I dated other people while we was off. Um, any other time we was off, nah, a bitch was dumb. Like, I was just, I ain't even gonna say I was dumb. I was just, you know, com- I was content. Like, I knew he, w- he was living his life, having his fun. Like, you in the league, you young, you living your life, having your fun. I was more focused on my career. And I ain't really, I wasn't really impressed by shit that was going on out here neither. Coming from the strip club, like, it ain't nothing for me to get excited about with these niggas. Right. So what happened with um, the guys you, there was nobody that you were that interested in this year? Yeah, I I dated, um, I I had a little fling this summer, this year. And? (laughs) How was it? Yeah. It was a fling. That's what he said. Did he make Uh, it yeah, it was different. It was it was different. Um, yeah, needless to say, I ended up back home. So 